I'm Sarah. And I'm Chelsea. And we're just two 20-something girls who don't know what the kale we're doing. But trying to figure it out anyways. Join us! Hi, welcome to Kale Me. You have Chelsea. And Sarah. We are back. Welcome to 2018, everyone. Welcome to 2018. How you doing? How you doing? (laughs) We made it to the other side, officially. We did. We did. We have not recorded in a while. It's been, as you can all relate, crazy with the holidays and life and living and traveling. Um, So we're back at it, and we're excited for 2018 and the year to come and all the potential topics and things we're going to do with this podcast. Yes, so much excitement, including trying to figure out our intro music. Yes, you know, <laughs> so far we're thinking funky great times is a good option. Um, that's just a little description, but I'm sure, so stay tuned. If you have any recommendations, we're open. We're open to it. If you know of any good little snippets of music, hit us um, up. Yeah, so So anyway. Chelsea, what yeah. is up? Give us a little brief recap of your last month yes so went home visited my family celebrated my birthday which was made it made it to 25 so lots of exciting things on the horizon Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh but yeah no it it was great it was good to be home and be with my parents and my brother and relax visit friends all that good stuff and then of course coming into january it's like okay i'm ready for summer i'm like Already, I'm like, my skin's dry, had to take down the Christmas tree, which I just did today, and it's January 13th, so. Oh, I feel that. (laughs) I was just saying to my roommate, Emily, this morning, I'm hitting that point in winter where I'm sick of all the layers. You know what I mean? Like, you you walk into a room, it's like, let me take off my hat, gloves, coat, scarf, sweatshirt, sweater, boots, and I'm just, I feel like the bag woman constantly, so. And I don't know where to put it, especially if I'm at a restaurant. With not a lot of seating near me where I can, like, use a chair to put my shit. I know. I'm like, I have my purse, I have my hat, I have my gloves, and nowhere to put it. It's It stresses me I'm out. I'm the little brother from the Christmas story. Like, <laughs> just, you know, I'm just stuffed. I'm like a freaking marshmallow woman walking down yes, the street. Yes, um, totally. So, I, yeah, I'm... At least you're not alone. Everyone is looking like that, so you at least have people to surround yourself with. Yes, that is, that is so true, but... How was your... End of 2017, beginning of 2018. It was good. It always flies by. I got to go home for like a large chunk of time, which was awesome. My parents got two puppies, so I spent most of the time puppy sitting. Um, They were such a handful, but so, so cute. And then we have my OG dog, Otis, who just, he's awesome as well. So, spent good time with my family. Weird Christmas. Um, Didn't see my brother, his wife, and then my sister was off with her fiancé for most of the day. It's okay, Emma. I'm not worried about it. Um, <laughs> so I was pretty much alone with my parents for most of Christmas, which was fine, but weird transitional year. Still still a good Christmas, but um, weird transitional year. It's really represent, represent, representative. I can't Representative. Yes, representative. Re- I can't talk for whatever reason, okay, but it represents on. 2017 really well as a weird transitional year. No. 100%. 100 percent, uh, 2018 though, I'm, I'm excited. My 20, my new, I typically not a big New Year's person. I don't really like to celebrate it. Some of my best New Year's Eves have been like staying at home, eating pizza, watching One Tree Hill. Um, that literally was such a great night. That was like, <laughs> that was like 2010. Um, 
But no, it was, it was really fun. But this year I went out and, um, like, wore a sparkly dress, went to a party, and that was just fun. It, like, started it started the year on such a good note. I had a blast, so. Good. I didn't yeah. do anything. <laughs> See, it was probably still yes. fun, honestly. I played Trivial Pursuit, but it was hey. good. Get that knowledge going. Yeah. Get that knowledge I won going. one of the rounds. It's my first time ever winning a Trivial Pursuit round, so I felt very accomplished. I think it's a good start to It's the a year. really hard game sometimes, depending on the card you're dealt. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not huge on, like, card games, so I'd probably be like, or games. It's so. a board game, but there's trivia. It's... Yeah. It's, yeah. You lost me. <laughs> exactly. Especially the political shit. Oh, I'm like, done. Done. Ah, sports, don't know. We're done. We're done. <laughs> um... Yeah, but of course, I think this is, everyone does this, but you get towards the end of the year, and I always reflect on the previous year. Now, people do different things. I'm not, I like to set just little intentions for the year, kind of regroup. I don't need to start, like, January 1st, but it's just with the timing of the year, it's, like, nice to have that reflective period. Um, Do you write down your goals for the upcoming year? I usually will write down some goals, but they're not super specific they kind of they fluctuate they're very like one of mine for instance for 2017 was to embrace healthy eating and embrace cooking and find like a medium to kind of share that with other people and like enjoy it and try new things in that area it's pretty broad um and so I, I keep it pretty pretty simple just this is what I want to you know focus a little bit more of my energy toward um, and I did a similar one for 2018, and it, it seems to work. I yeah. looked back um, just to kind of check in with where I was, and most of the things I said I wanted to accomplish in 2017, I did. And it's great, though, too, because setting your own goals is so subjective that, and you don't have to, like, necessarily put a number on something unless you want to, yeah. but it's not, like, a business goal where someone's checking in, like, did you hit this number? Exactly. It's all how you feel internally, so... If I feel like I hit it, I feel like I hit it. Exactly. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. So, I mean, it. I felt like that was one of the things I wanted to do in 2017. Another thing was to tap into a little bit more hobbies and, like, creative side. And I think this podcast is a great example of that, as well as I took an art class, which I hadn't done yeah. anything in art in a long time. So, I was like, oh, sweet. I actually did some stuff I intended for the year. <laughs> That's, well, I will say, in regards to your cooking, you've made me some amazingly good and healthy dishes. So Thank I you. think you, I think you knocked that one out of the park. Thanks. And then with your art class, that's so cool. I feel as though lately, the last few months, I've received the question a ton, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? And I freeze. I'm like, oh, and then I just think, well, fuck, I'm so boring. I'm like, yep. oh, I, I like to, uh, and the, I just start to make up stuff. Yes. I'm like, I like to do the X, Y, and Z. Because one person called me out. He's like, you don't have any hobbies. You don't. I do X, Y, Z, like L-O-M-N-O-P. Like, he just listed off his hobbies. I, I'm like, yes. Yeah, I, I, I don't have as many hobbies as you, apparently. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm really sorry. And my big thing is I come home from work, and I want to watch TV, eat, go to bed. Yeah. So, so we're not a lot of room for hobbies. But I'm trying, like, to that point. That's like big and like thinking about twenty eight, thinking about twenty eighteen and what I want to accomplish. Having hobbies, I think, is yes, one of those. Not just like, you know, switching up the routine, not getting stuck in that. I think that's 
I think that's smart. What do you do for your, do you set goals? How do you, I, do you I, write things down? Yeah, I do. I typically will set just like intentions. I call them intentions. I don't know. I just set some. I feel like that's a buzzword that's I, going around. I was just about to say that's a buzzword if there is one. Um, I like to, I do like to write them down. I'm a journal and I, I don't do it as much as I used to, but um, I actually this year looked back at my goals because I was like, oh cool. I just want to see what I wrote down. Like I kind of remembered, but it was actually really exciting. I accomplished all of them but one. And mine were really exciting because um, they weren't, like, quantitative goals. Yeah. They, like you said, it's not, I couldn't measure it by any way. A lot of them were just year after year things. I've been like, Sarah, you need to work on this. You need to work on this. And I just, it never really happens. But I feel like I had such a breakthrough in 2017 in regards to, like, some of these things. It was just like a my mentality shifted and it's things I've been working on for years and it's, it's really hard and it's like a, a mental a block, mental block or personal thing that you're like, I, I can do all these things, but it doesn't really change the problem. But, um, yeah, I just, I really felt the change for the first time ever this year. So looking back, it was really, it was cool. The only goal I didn't accomplish was becoming a cycling instructor. <laughs> But on the 2018 list, I, I kind of fell off cycling. So there, there's that. I was hot on it for a while, if you will. But, um, yeah, I still, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'll put that back in the rotation. But, yeah, otherwise I, I did accomplish them. And I think it was fun just to look back. And I was pretty proud of myself. And 2017 was definitely a hard year. Started on a really low note. and But the back half of it was awesome. Yeah. So. I think the big mentality shift from 2017 to 2018, at least for me, is when I went to 2017, I was like, I want to make all these transformations, like with how I eat or how I feel and like so much like you need to do everything in your life differently. And I try to do the whole 30 because that's a thing that people do because we like fads and whatnot. And I tried to... You know, all that type of stuff where it's like, I need to totally reshape my life. Yeah. And I think the one thing I realized mid to end of 2017 is, no, you don't need to reshape your life. You're fine the way you actually are. Just have fun and enjoy things. Like, actually enjoy what you're eating. Enjoy what you're doing. Don't yeah. feel guilt about it. And I think that's one of the, like those mental roadblocks that I know, and I think you similarly feel like you got over when thinking yeah. about the craziness of 2017. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just like you fall into the health trends and like a revamp of my whole life. It's like, Sarah, you're healthy. You work out all the fucking time. You eat well. You don't need to like start chugging turmeric lattes to like, it's just, yeah, I think keeping things in perspective, I think small changes make big differences. Yes. So focusing on that, um, there's just so much out there that you can try and try to become or try to do. And, there's this blogger who does this thing and yeah, you're like, it, it just becomes overwhelming. I think one big thing with that in mind is like just even detoxing from social media yeah, just to like think for yourself for once and not yeah. be so infiltrated with how this person lives their life and how this person lives their life and trying to replicate totally. that because it's never going to be the same. It's you're all different people. I think in 2017, especially earlier on, I was consuming a lot of information. So blog posts, podcasts, all of that, um, about like healthy living changes, 
meditation, you know, all of this stuff, like kind of self-help or self-improvement material. Um, and my mom, even at one point, she's like, yeah, it's great. You're learning a lot, but you need to put it into practice. She's like, you can consume all this information you want, but if you're not then practicing right. it, it doesn't make a difference. Right. And so I think the second half of 2017, I just, I really focused on what worked for me and my body and my lifestyle and listening to my body, you know, fueling it with like the proper food. And, um, I think just like seeing food more as something to like nourish my body rather than like, I need to eat this kale salad cause it's good for me. It's like, no, I eat this kale salad cause I feel good. Like it's, yeah. So just things like that. I think tuning in in that regard and just the social media detox though, I will say my family goes on vacation every year in, um, the summer we go up to Northern Michigan. It's gorgeous up there. And that's the time I really take just a detox and like not being by my phone for a week is phenomenal. And then another time this year, I went a week without social media and it's, it was nice just to take breaks and right. like, you know, reset. So I, I work in social media, so I don't actually think I could get away with that. Like yeah. I don't act like I was thinking about this before. I'm like, I don't think I can delete my Facebook because it's attached to too much that for my clients and same yeah. with like, I don't know. I think, well, Twitter would be fine, but yeah. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know if I actually could. <laughs> I know. That's why it's so hard. It's like everything is tied into it. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's hard because you feel like you're missing out or like you don't want right. to be left out. But yeah, it's a double-edged sword indeed. Right. But, um, what was the best thing from 2017? Oh my gosh. Well, I- like the best thing that happened to you or the best thing you took away or best experience? One thing I have tried to take away, I, I, I took it away, but I'm still trying to practice it, is not being so hard on myself. That is a huge thing. Um, I'm a perfectionist. I still am. I still have high expectations for myself and for other people. And I'm just trying to not be so hard on myself if I screw up. Because I'm a human and humans make mistakes. Um, and when I make mistakes, I tend to get pretty down on myself and beat myself up. Mm-hmm. Because I am a perfectionist. So that is one big takeaway. Also, not overworking yourself. Like, there will always be more time. And the quicker you get through things, the more shit people are going to pile on top of you. Mm-hmm. So slow down. Do things at the pace that you're able to accomplish them. And don't overwork yourself trying to get things done. Those are two big takeaways. <laughs> I think that's good. I think, and you're just like learning what works for you, your yes. best working style. I yeah. think those are good. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Um, the best thing from 2017 was hands down getting fired. It was, it is, it is honestly like top three best things that's ever happened to me. I'm not kidding. You're going to be one of those inspirational speakers I one day. So. Like... I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe I'm feeding into the bullshit and I'm like, yeah, getting fired's cool. Um, no, I honestly, it was great. Like I just, it, um, it just like opened up so many different opportunities for me and just the level of like where I'm at now and just the genuine happiness I feel and how things just are clicking and, um, that would have never happened. I, I potentially could have still been at that job. And I just mm-hmm. am seeing um, life from the other end, if you will. That's great. And just having that time to regroup and figure shit out and rest and like, kind of get rejuvenated. Um, yeah, getting fired was the best thing that came out of 2017. A lot of times you get asked, um, whether it be an interview or just like a random question, like what 
is like the great your greatest accomplishment and what is your greatest um like biggest um downfall downfall or something that happens that was bad <laughs> I'm trying to think of the right wording for that yeah. but and all the time I always think of like the greatest accomplishment was the thing that was also like the worst like oh yeah most horrible thing like I never can differentiate the two because usually if something was shitty and hard and you had to actually work hard to overcome it it ends up being like the greatest thing that ever happened that's such a good point I think I think with like 2017 I um this, I was about to say a lot of bad shit, and that sounds so dramatic, but um, I went through a lot of challenges, and it was a really hard year mentally, emotionally, physically. I mean, I went through a lot. I think a lot of people did. It just felt like one of those years I got shit on. Mm-hmm. Um, but having come out of it, every situation and learning and developing, it was a good yeah. growing opportunity. I think at this point in my life, anytime I'm going through a hard what gets me through the hard times is knowing that good times always follow, and they're good. Like, once things get good again, it feels so good, especially yes. after being kind of in a lower spot. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's just something that keeps me, like, hopeful and, like, all right, just got to power through. And just seeing yourself and how you handle situations and grow, I think it's cool. I mean, it it's not fun when you're going through the shitty stuff, but when you come out of it or, like, when you're you see it getting better. I think that's you need that distance from it. You need the distance from it to actually see appreciate it. Appreciate it, yeah. I think that's really telling also of just 2017 versus 2018 as a whole. Like thinking about going into 2017, mm-hmm. like new president. Yeah. Some shit was the yeah. whole the whole thing. Everyone, you know, knows what's going on. A lot of sexual assault allegations happening throughout 2017. Yeah. Um some sad stuff. But then there's great things that have come out of it, like the Me Too movement has been really inspirational and really impactful. Yeah. Um, For instance, like the college I went to, Baldwin-Wallace, like now a lot of people are coming forward about certain things that had happened to them on campus that I don't think they would have said or felt comfortable saying without without some of this talk and making a conversation around it. And I think it was so powerful, like... The Golden Globes, like, all these women wearing black, like, talking about it almost to the point of you're like, okay, we we know what's going on, we heard the Me Too, like, we get it, but you have to do that type of thing because otherwise people aren't going to listen. You have to shove it in their face almost, and it it was really powerful to see that, and then something that's really close to my heart, like, where I went to college, the people I love, like, there was all this information about safety and security not being there for students when sexual misconduct was happening and the fact that people are sharing their stories and I can actually put faces and like know these people. Yeah. It, it was truly eye opening. And I know Sarah and I will talk about this more because it's both a topic that we care a lot about. But one thing that I'm really excited for, at least feel very empowered by in 2018 is a lot of that, like the equality and the equal rights of women and trying to make these things better because I know, being a woman in Chicago, I get scared to walk around at night alone as well. Like, just like... You make good points in, like, the end of... Or all that in 2017. But kind of going off of what I was saying about, like, going through a low time. And then it's really rough. Like, I think for me in 2017, 
initially hearing some of those big stories and like sexual assault cases come out, you know, as, as they kept coming, this is a little different because I think sometimes when you hear so much of something, you become desensitized to it. But I think as a woman, as they kept coming out, it kept like hitting closer and closer to home, regardless if I knew the person or not. And, um, like there'd be days where I just felt so like sad and hopeless about it all. But I definitely think like towards the end of 2017 and, you know, starting in 2018, like the speeches at the Oscars, all of that, I actually feel more hopeful about it. I'm like, okay, we went through the shit, like all this dirty laundry is being aired, but now people are talking about it. And like, it's a thing. It's not something people are going to put up with anymore. It's not something women are going to like just accept as a part of life. And like, that's how it is. And so I think that the conversation's been started. Yeah, that was hard and, you know, just felt a little hopeless at first. But now I'm very hopeful of, like, the changes to come in the mm-hmm. future. And it's very so, triggering to the fact of things that have happened in your own personal life that you yeah. didn't even, you knew it was bad and you knew it was maybe uncomfortable, but it didn't even occur to you, like, how fucked up certain yeah. things actually are. Until you start hearing more and more stories and people's personal things that they've hid or they've suppressed. And not that, I'm going to be honest, I don't have anything that was that horrible, knock on wood, Yeah, that has happened to me. But there's certain things, people making gestures or, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, if you're a woman, there is no way that you've gotten by in life without someone at least make yelling something at you oh, or yeah. whistling or saying something inappropriate. I, if that hasn't happened to you, that's awesome. And I'm so glad for you, but I have not met a woman that that has not happened to in some regard. Well, that's what I was saying with my mom. We're like, we, neither of us know one woman who could not apply the me too movement to their life. I mean, I think that's why it was so powerful. Women, That's one thing. I'm sorry. (laughs) We'll explain. Um, But that's just one thing that, like, you know, women are like, oh, well, that happened to me, but it's not that bad. Or, like, oh, that happened, but it wasn't rape. Or, oh, like, you know, go on and on. But it's like, no, the fact that that even fucking happened is bad. And the Me Too thing was great because it wasn't like, oh, like, no one was looking for pity or sympathy. People were just like, look, this is an issue across all fronts. And, like, yes. it's happening to every woman. Yes. Fucking stop. Yes. Um, it's just about equality at the end of the day. Like... Yes. And when people... It bothers me so much, and I'm not gonna... We'll save this one. I know we have a whole topic about feminism coming up, but it does bother me when people say they're not feminists, because being a feminist at the core Equal is just e- equality. And treating people with equality. Yeah. And... That's all I've got. Yep. I'll get off, yep. get off my soapbox. Um, I will say, though, like a little plug going off this topic. Um, one of my dear friends, um, she actually has an Instagram platform, and it's called Candidly She. So follow Candidly She, the platform. But it's just a space for women to empower women. And she has a lot of really great um, quotes, thoughts. She's done a ton of research about policy and bills and laws and just like, it's just, I think, twenty. so 2017, we learned about all this scandal and talk, but I think 2018, we put things into action, you know? It's like, what can we do, you know, you and me, the average girl? What can we start doing? What conversations can we start having? What dialogue, what actions can we engage in to, like, make a change? Like, we know this is an issue, now what can we do 
to like make this change, make the shift. And just one like last comment on this, one of the pictures she posted, um, she just had this really strong Instagram caption. So I'm going to read it because it just like gives me the chills and I agree. But she said, if the soundtrack to 2017 was women screaming the truth, then 2018 will be the sound of glass shattering. And I cannot agree more. And so that's why I think like, although that was tough in 2017, I feel super hopeful for 2018. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And just like in a, in general about mm-hmm. 2018, I think I go into New Year's and like I, everyone wants it to be a good year. Everyone hopes for the best, but like my, you know, I always try always, it's hard, but have positive thinking, positive mental attitude. And like, if you fake it till you make it, if you will, something manifesting good energy, all of that. But I just was kind of, I was on a flight the other day. So like, of course, you know, anytime I travel, I get pretty reflective, but I was on the airplane and I, I truly have nothing but like positive thoughts about this year. There's not a doubt in my mind that it's not going to be a good year. I couldn't agree more. I don't know why there's something, there's something in the air, I guess you could say, but I really do feel good about 2018. I, I think there's a lot to look forward to. Like for me, like there's a lot of travel in the near future, which I'm excited about. Um, there's some exciting things happening with friends, like marriages and other cool things that are happening. Marriages, weddings, whatever. (laughs) They're the same thing, but, um, so there's a lot to look forward to that I'm really excited about, and I just feel, just like in your gut, you feel good it. about it. I just, I think I got past a lot of shit I've been trying to get over in 2017, and now like with new experiences and just things that have been happening to me lately, I just feel fired up. I'm like, I'm, I just feel so equipped for this year and just like navigating it. So I'm excited. So what is on your bucket list or your goals to accomplish for 2018 oh my god that's such a good question so like I said I did make like a goals to accomplish for 2017 for 2018 I really haven't sat down and like thought about okay what do I want to do quite yet because I'm just like I just feel good about everything I'm like I like the way things you're riding on a high (laughs) I'm riding on such a high um I definitely think um as I'm entering like a new career path, it's, it's similar, but kind of getting more established in that. Um, I want to keep educating myself, like reading more books. I definitely, one thing I did in 2017, but like, so I, I did it. So I crossed it off the list, but I want to volunteer more. I think when I'm doing more selfless acts, I feel selfishly feel better. <laughs> I selfishly feel better. Um, so yeah, I just think like volunteering more and then doing some kind of hobby. Like, yeah, I think a hobby is... We've got... This is a good hobby. This is a good hobby. Um, so, yeah, I have that. But, um, I don't know, 2018, I think... Yeah, and I'm just, like, excited for, like, even, like, my dating life in 2018. Like, I think... We're gonna get Sarah a man. Yeah, well, I want a few. Let's stop it long. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get her some men. Excuse me. Yeah, thank you, plural. Um, no, I'm just... <laughs> I'm excited about it. I, like, ended 2017 really strong in the male department. Um, that's a brag. Um, no, but just, like, it was, it, I had a lot of fun, so I'm excited for 2018. Awesome. Do you, what about you? I, so, I don't know if anyone, any listeners ever heard of bullet journals. Yes. Bullet yes, journaling. Yes. So, basically, it's a lot of, like, 
kind of tracking like different things that you're interested in. It's really based on your personal, it's really personal. It's not quite a journal. It's not quite like um, a planner, but it's kind of tracking and different things that you're interested in and keeping, keeping like score on whatever you want. Yeah. It's, that's a really bad description, but it's very fun because you can kind of make little doodles and all types of I think the stuff. appeal too is it's not it doesn't feel like a huge commitment like you yes. kind of just like jot a few simple. things down yeah yes. well seemingly simple I tried to do a bullet journal in 2017 and like it was just a little overwhelming but my mom or my I think it was my brother actually sorry he got me for Christmas this awesome planner and the cool thing about it is you can actually it has like the lines for like the days and everything but it's just blank so you could fill in Whatever month, whenever, like, make it your own. Um, and then there's pages for each month after you fill it in for different things, like, kind of similar in a bullet journal format where there's, like, those grids. Yeah. And so one thing I've been trying to do is keep track of, like, daily goals or things that I want to accomplish. Like, simple That's things nice. that I want to do. And one is just do more yoga and exercise. Yep. Another big one that I'm trying to do is read more. Same. because Every year. Wow. I... I, when I get a good book, I like it, but I suck at, like, finding them or, like, so I've been trying to also follow more, like, book club, like, Instagrams or, like, Reese Witherspoon has a cool Instagram for, like, her book club. So, cool. yeah, so followed that, trying to be more proactive about reading. That's good. I've literally had a book that I've had for over a year that I'm still reading, and I'm just trying to finish it. I think you should start over and just read it. I, I'm almost done now. I usually read, like, a chapter a night. It's, I need good. to be quicker. I need to just get I'm through I'm not it. a fast reader yes. either, so. But one other thing in there is taking my vitamins. Yeah. Simple thing, but just trying to be better at tracking those, like, little habits that I know are going to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is watercoloring because, as I mentioned before, like, took art class, trying to keep up with it, trying to practice. Haven't done any yet, but it's on my list of things to do. Um, so I'm just trying to kind of keep it, like, day-to-day goal tracking. There's obviously, like, bigger picture things I want to accomplish in 2017, or, wow, 2018, but... Well, I think that's the thing. Like, the day-to-days add up to the big picture. Yes. So I think to, like, kind of decompartmentalize it, I fucked that word up. You get what I mean? Breaking it down. Yes. It really... Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, reading. I'm gonna get on that ASAP. <laughs> Learning new words. It's um, hard. So, also in addition for the podcast, we have big hopes and goals for 2018. Want to step it up a little bit. Um, but have some guests in our future. So yes. get ready to hear from other people's perspectives and not just us babbling, babbling forever. Um, <laughs> send us any topics you want to discuss or suggestions. We're open to it all. Um, but we're going to end today's episode with a new little segment coming at you called Kale or Keep. So it'll range anywhere from trends to food to boys to what? Pretty much anything could be a kale or a keep. And in case you need it break, us to break it down, kale is to kill, like get rid of. Get rid we're, of. We're over it. And keep is something that we're about. Yeah, we like it. We're going to keep that in our lives. So. Okay, so we kind of went over this, but... Your 2017 resolutions, or resolutions as a whole, are you going to kale those and start up fresh, or keep them? Oh, I'm keeping my 2017 resolutions. I think that they're things that don't end in 2017. They are things that progress through 2018 as well. Yeah, that's good. 
I am. Did I say kale? I meant keep. Oh, you're gonna keep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Mine are still things I have to work on every day, but I think it's safe to say I can kind of kale them because I feel as though I have it in check. My resolutions cool. from 2017. So I wanna have a few new agenda items and goals. So I'm going to move forward with those and see what happens. See what the year brings. Nice. Let us it. know what your resolutions are. I'm curious. Yeah. Or if you make them or if you call them intentions or whatever. Yeah. Do you journal? We want to know that too. Everyone's different. You Everyone know? is different. But it's good to be back with you guys. Happy to chat with you. Chat at you. Let me get that right. And we're excited for the year. Yes. And in case you haven't found us on the podcasting app on your iTunes, do it. Do it. And we Subscribe. Love- give Sub- us a review. Yes. Give us five stars. We'd love to see five stars. Or whatever your heart desires, whatever yeah. you think we're worthy of. But I mean, you know, the more five stars you get, the better content we can provide for you. Just a little Just, just to let you know. Just to let you know. Just to let you know. Um, but we got good things coming. 2018 is our year, so we're pumped. At Can We Podcast, Instagram, give it a go. Bye. Bye.